And that's a bit of the great new single from my guest, Elise Saunders. It is called Free, and it's been out for a few weeks now. And it is such a great song. It's a summer anthem, and I just love it. And I've I've listened to it quite a few times. We're going to play it again on the show here in its entirety. So stay tuned for that. Got another track from Elise on the way, a song that did very well for her not too long ago. A lot of great things happening for her. She just returned from B.C. uh, recording her album that will come out at some point soon. We hope sooner than later. Uh, Very excited to talk to my guest and my friend, Elise Saunders. Hey there, Elise. Hi, Dave. Good to talk to you. It's uh, been a while since I've seen you. Yeah, I know. It's it's been too long, uh, but it is great to chat, and I'm so happy with, uh, first of all, congratulations on free. When you debuted the song online, you know, I'm listening to it and thinking, this is awesome. And you've got a lyric video to go with it for now until the official video comes out. And it's just a, it's a summer anthem. It's upbeat, and it is catchy as anything. Thank you. I appreciate that. Um, it was pretty cool to see how people were so responsive to it because you can only hope for that when you release a song and you love it yourself. But obviously, as uh, songwriters and singers, entertainers, we try to release music that's going to connect with our fans. So it was really cool to see how much people were loving it. And I guess just the timing with everything, um, it was kind of, I guess, a little bit scary to release music in such uncertain times. But I think at the same time, People are just looking for music right now. They need something that's going to uplift them. So, um, so it worked out for the better, I think. And and you know it is true these times for everybody and for musicians and singers um, not being able to perform. Uh, that's going to be tough. How do you how do you hold yourself together, Elise? I know you have been able to work on music stuff like your album, but overall not being able to perform as much. How do you kind of keep yourself upbeat about everything? Yeah, it's it's been tough. I have my ups and downs. And I would say when this, because none of us expected it, and none of us have been through it before, it was scary to me as an artist because I am uh, really into performing live, and that's my thing. And um, and I had was actually supposed to head out to record the rest of my songs for the album the weekend that they shut everything down. So I, uh, for a couple mm. of weeks, just had to get used to this new world of, and new normal, I guess, and just try to figure out, like, how can I move forward? And um, the best way is to just try to connect with people online, and that's when I started doing these YouTube um, episodes, and that's been really good for me because it gives me purpose, and having this song to promote has given me purpose. And it is strange, though, not being out on the road performing, but I think this has been the best solution for me is to be able to connect with everybody that way. And it, it shows uh, a little bit more of a personal side of me, which uh, I don't think a lot of my fans have seen before. So it's been unique working on that. Great. And uh, anybody listening can head to YouTube, to your YouTube channel, to check out that series. You've done a lot of fun videos. Uh, so the song is free, and back when we were wild and free, something we can all relate to. Whatever age we're at, there was a time when we were wild and free. Um, some people might still be trying to live that way, and that, there's nothing wrong with that. But uh, where did the idea from the song come from? Like, How did it start? What did it start with? Yeah, so I had um, I wanted to create sort of this summer anthem tune, and I had this idea. Um, it started with um, the melody of the lyrics. Uh, we were young, wild, and free, and then also uh, the rhythm. So I recorded that in my phone and um, sent the idea over to my co-writer, Sean Moore, and he was on board immediately. So we got together, and we just really both wanted to capture those picturesque uh, moments of 
when you think about summer and those moments of just being with your friends and family and enjoying a sunset or being by the lake. And we all, I think, um, can get really busy at times and those moments can be fleeting of feeling like your free responsibilities are just living in the moment. Um, so I think it's important mm-hmm. that we just stop and, and smell the roses once in a while. So I wanted to write a song about that, something that was celebrating life, um, but also reminiscent at the same time um, to look back at those times that we felt the most free and, and to be able to bring more of that into our lives when we're able to. Well written, well sung, of course, and the production on it is amazing. It does have that summer anthem radio single feel, and I know that the producer you worked with on this one is Dan Swinimer. That's right. So this was the very first song I worked on with Dan. So um, Sean and I had worked out the parts on this one, and we really wanted to do something unique to to give that anthemic feel. So we added a drop course similar to what they do in electronic music, but obviously spun it in my own way to give my own country flavor spin on it. And um, so I think that's what makes it unique. And then I took the song to Dan um, after we actually had a writing session and we really connected creatively. And I thought, well, maybe he should hear this song. I think he'd do a great job with it. So he heard it and immediately was like, I love this song. It's killer. I want to get on board. And he just knocked it out of the park. It's just uh, such an amazing job. And just everybody that's been involved on the project, it's stellar for sure. And Dan, of course, is a very well-known producer, and he's worked with some pretty big artists, including Madeline Merlot and JoJo Mason. So you are in great company. Yeah, and I love that um, about Dan is that he has that background of developing artists on the business side of things and also being a musician himself where he's toured and before he really became a producer. So I know that he brings all of that to the productions and um, he's a bit of a mentor to me at the same time. So I, I love that. Yeah, it's great to, great to know that about producers. I mean, I've talked to producers and I've talked to a lot of artists about producers and obviously we know on the outside that uh, the they're building the track and they're, you know, they're making the song that production that way. But I know that they do more than that. Uh, you mentioned mentoring and I, I guess that he would help you deliver your best vocal performance, however he would achieve that. Yeah, and I would say that's something that I um, really uh, look up to with Dan is he's a perfectionist, which I can be as well. So I I love that in a producer. And um, he definitely brings out the best vocal in me and something that um, it captures the realness and authenticity, but also to really showcase my vocals. So um, I think he did an amazing job bringing that out and uh, really capturing that on the production. Let's turn to, before we get to the song we're just talking about now called Free, the big summer anthem, um, let's go back a little bit, uh, I think in the last year, for Feel You Leaving, and a uh, great video for this as well, but tell me about the song Feel You Leaving. This really showcases your voice, and it's uh, quite a powerful song. Yeah, so this one, uh, weirdly enough, started in a dream. I haven't had one of these dreams <laughs> for a while, but um, when these do happen, it's pretty crazy, and then I wish they would happen more often, um, but it's usually yeah, I'm kind of in this half-asleep, half-awake mode, and sometimes I'll hear these songs. But, um, they usually sound like a full production. You'll hear lyrics and melodies, and um, wow. in my dream, it's someone else performing it, but I will end up waking up and being like, oh, cool song, and then I'm like, that. I've learned when I do have those dreams that they mean something, and I need to record them in my phone or else I'll forget, and that 
was one of those situations and I woke up all, you know, sleepy and I was like, Oh, I just want to go back to sleep. But I'm like, no, I have to record this cause I will forget it. And, um, it just, I had the course idea, um, and just those big soaring vocals and, um, took that into one of my writing sessions. We were talking about a bunch of ideas, Sean Moore and Doug Wilkins and I, and, uh, I, I sang them that idea and Doug was like, Oh my gosh, we have to write that. So, um, Feel You Weaving was actually Doug's title, and um, then we combined just my ideas of the course and his his title and created Feel You Weaving. Have you heard of other artists uh, dreaming songs? I did interview somebody once. The only other one other person had mentioned something about uh, dreaming a song in some way. Um, is this common? I feel like it is for some people because I've asked other songwriters as well, and some of them when I'm when I'm telling them, they nod their heads and they're like, yeah, that's happened to me. And other ones are like, I've never experienced that. So it just depends. I, I, I just find that it's always in the moments when I'm not really thinking about it is when I get my best ideas. So if I'm out for a drive on a, a long road trip, I'll right. usually be kind of, you know, paying attention to the road and listening to songs. So you're kind of in that half, I guess, meditative state or what you want to call yeah. it. And that's usually when I when I get some of my best songs as well. So it's always when, yeah, I'm not putting too much focus on it. Uh, let's hear that great song now from Elise Saunders. It's called Feel You Leaving here on In the Country. takes me back I'm walking this beach where we wrote our names in the sand
And that is my guest, Ontario's Elise Saunders, with her great song, Feel You Leaving. Great video for that as well. You can check out online. Uh, and I know that you just finished uh, a week or so ago filming a video, which we're all excited about, for the big summer anthem, Free. Can you give us a little insight and uh, let us know when we might see that video? Yeah, so it's coming out officially this Friday, so I'm super excited for everybody to see it. Um, initially, we had this whole storyline concept mapped out for that song, but then obviously COVID happened. So then we thought, okay, why not just make this a lot of fun and really capture all those really fun um, moments of the summertime? And this has been actually one of my favorite music videos to record so far. That is amazing. Well, we can't wait to see it when it comes out officially on Friday. I mean, the song is so wonderful. I know now that there's a video to go with it, uh, it's just going to take things to the next level, at least. Yeah, I just think it's, um, people always like to have those visuals along with the lyrics. And I think most people, when they're listening to a song, it's hard to grasp every single lyric. But when you have that video, it just ties it all together. So um, the lyric mm -hmm. video that I had originally for the song was something I recorded during COVID just on my iPhone. And I got Travis Nesbitt to put together some really cool stuff with some live performance and stock footage. And people love that. That end up getting 50,000 views. Mm -hmm. So hopefully we can beat that with the music video. <laughs> I'm sure you will. But, yeah, the lyric video was done <laughs> really well. Um, yeah, I enjoyed it and it helped get the song across. Uh, just so exciting, exciting excited for you for all this great stuff that's going on uh, and that is continuing to go on. You've been at this a while, Elise, so we should mention that because, you know, a lot of times everybody thinks somebody is an overnight success and could be discouraging for a young artist thinking, oh, you know, they came out of nowhere and I'm still working at it. But you have put in your time. You've been at this a while. I have, and it's funny because every artist's journey is different. There's no set path or book that you can read that says this is the, the line of success it's it's um everybody has their own path and and everybody's timing happens at different times for different reasons and um when i first started my journey i had no idea what i was getting to uh, because my family although they might be creative people they're they've never been a part of the business so it was all really new for me just getting into it i didn't realize how much time sacrifice effort it would take to get to the point I am in my career today but I'm so obsessed with it that I can't stop so it's just something that it, I wake up thinking about and I go to sleep thinking about um, but yeah to any new artist um, that wants to do it if you love what you do then invest your time into it and that it it will pay off because I just think about myself just starting out and where I am now and how excited I would have been knowing that I could get to this point. It's so amazing because I was going to ask you what drives you to this, and you mentioned being obsessed with music. It's your love of music because you've never given up, and there's no's along the way and you know things that don't work out, but you've stayed at it, worked hard, uh, and never given up. So this music is just, it's really in you, right? It's just, I'm sure it's all you can think of doing. It is. And somebody was asking the other day, they're like, oh, like, what are your hobbies outside of music? And I'm like, thinking, I'm like, I don't really have hobbies outside <laughs> of music because I'm independent. And like, so everything I do, I've, I've learned so many skills within the industry. I've had to wear all of the hats, which I think I am really thankful for because it, uh, it helps me now to find the team that I'm looking for that I know is right for me, but also I can 
appreciate their position so much more and know the kind of value that a team does bring to an artist. Um, but I think it's important for an artist to figure out those things so that you do know all sides of the business because um, the industry is changing all the time. And, and the, it used to be that you could just be a, a young artist and somebody would sign you and invest all this money and take a kick at the can. If it didn't do well, then okay, that's fine. But nowadays music has changed. And I think most labels, management companies, agents, whatever it is, they want to see that the artist is willing to invest themselves and that they know enough about the business so that um, you put the work in and then they can help support you as you keep going. Right. You've got to prove yourself that you're actually in it for the long run and uh, that you're working at it, and that that makes sense. Uh, on the songwriting side of things, Elise, I know you've been songwriting for a long time. Can you remember what, uh, in the first place, what inspired you, what drove you to write those first few songs? Yeah, so I was just a little girl. Um, I've always been creative. That's always what I wanted to do. Even when I was in school, I was always thinking, oh, I'd much rather be, you know, on the stage or doing something creative than sitting <laughs> in this classroom right now. But, uh, um, yeah, it's, it's been something that's naturally been a part of me since I was little. And um, I would say that my mom had the first influence on me. Um, she would just be writing songs, singing in the kitchen. And I have so many memories of that. And um, and then when she'd finish up, I'd see her guitar sitting in a corner and I'd pull out all of her lyric sheets and secretly just be looking at them. And I was like, I'm going to write my own song. I was just fascinated by the idea of creating wow. songs and being able to create something of your own. So I wrote my very first song when I was around five or six and shared it with an assembly. And it was really simple. It was something about like butterflies and bees and whatever. Um <laughs> But then, yeah, it's been something I've been, yeah, it's been something I've just been growing with ever since. And then when I became a teenager and I was going through the emotional times that most teenagers go through, I was kind of using songwriting as this private diary. And and then I really started to get interested in the structures of professional songs. So I just started looking at my own favorite songs on the internet and looking at the lyrics and Googling all this stuff and, um, and just kept doing it. I would say that one of my first mentors, Cyril Rawson, who's such a talented writer, I used to go in and sing demos for his work. And I think that had a big influence on me too, just knowing how to be able to express a song, not just sing it, but to be able to bring lyrics alive. So all of that made a big difference for me as a writer and then just collaborating with others and learning that way just by doing it. Yeah, doing it all the time, as you know, writing, writing, writing all the time and co-writing with great people like that. And uh, have you thought ever about um, being a mentor, at least now that you've been in the business, even as young as you are, you've been in it a while and you've learned so much and you've got great success. Would you ever want to mentor, uh, you know, a teenager coming up, female or male artist, and try to show them the ropes in any way? Yeah, I, I say it all the time that at some point in my career, I would like to start my own label to whatever level that is. I'm not sure, but depends on my own success level, I guess, how far I could take this. But I um, I do have a passion for the business side because I've had to learn to have a passion for the business side, I think. And, and it's just, it's an ever-growing business and I find it really interesting. So I would uh, I would love to take on young artists and show them the ropes um, it's a part of who I am too. I, I secretly also wanted to be a teacher when I was a kid too. So 
I uh, it naturally would be something that I could fall into for sure. Yeah. Oh, that's great. I, I really um, wish you well with that. I'm sure that uh, at some point that can happen for you. That sounds like a really cool goal. Uh, before we get to hearing the anthem free, the summer anthem uh, from you in just a moment, uh, can you give us some insight into the album? You just mentioned you were um, in BC with Dan Swinimer, of course, uh, finishing it up. Uh, any insight into some of the songs? Are we going to hear uh, a nice power ballad from you, some uh, more rockers from you? Yeah, so I just got back uh, from BC. It was a two-week recording trip. Um, so we just had a few more songs to finish up. So the first week, I was working with another producer named Paul Chateau, who also has amazing talent and has worked with some of the best as well. And then Dan was my last week. And um, what I really like about this upcoming album and just where I'm at in my career is that I feel like I'm uh, really, you know, uh, become my own and really become more confident in my sound and who I am and how I want to express things. And I just want to release stuff that's bold and celebrates life, but also shows different sides of me. Um, so this album is going to be well-rounded. There's going to be some love songs that are a little bit slower on there, but then I also have some more of the anthemic stuff that you've heard, um, but some stuff that's a little bit more inclusive and um, just brings people together. And uh, you did that amazing song a few years back um, called Me Too, which was uh, a thing of the time and, and still is, but it was very, uh, a very big thing in the news at that point. And you, you, know, you managed to turn that into a song. Yeah, so that happened organically and not expected at all. Uh, when, we, when I went into the writing session on that one, I was with my uh, friend Joe Hash, who's part Canadian, part American, um, he now lives in Nashville. So on one of my trips there, I got together with him and there's another writer who I love their music as well. And, um, their name is K.R. Hedden. So it was my first time writing with them. And then Joe also was part of that session. So I was telling them a whole bunch of different ideas of stuff I wanted to write that day. And, and then, uh, just with everything going on in the news, um, Joe Hash started talking about, his mother's experiences and things that she had shared with him that she'd never shared before. Just, um, I guess with me too going on, it brought that out. And, and then KR mm -hmm. started sharing, um, their experiences and I and shared my own and, and it just seemed so natural that we're like, okay, why don't we write this song? Um, so when we wrote it, we actually wrote it, I think it was about an hour and a half and we just wanted to write it so that it wasn't, just for one demographic of people, we wanted it to be open to everybody because I believe that those kind of issues can happen to anybody, whether you're male, female, a child, and whatever race background you come from. And we wanted it to be something that maybe would give a voice to somebody that, that can't use their voice. Mm -hmm. Great way of putting it, to give a voice to someone uh, who doesn't have the voice. That is such a powerful thing to do with music and music heals. And that song certainly is a great example of just um, showcasing all those great things that music can do. The song, again, is called Me Too. People can check the video out online. Let's turn now to that summer anthem, at least. This is just a feel-good song. You must feel great when you... I know you haven't had a lot of chance to perform it live right now with things going on, but it must be one of those fun songs to perform. 
Yeah, it's so much fun um, just to listen to it. I I love listening to it and dancing to it. I know that's it's funny because it's my own <laughs> song, but I just I love the production that Dan did on it. It's so much that's fun. That's great. Um, but yeah, I, I've had the chance also to perform it now acoustically a couple of times, which has been a lot of fun and obviously mm-hmm. almost a different take on it. But um, I do have a show coming up, which I'm super excited about. It's my first band show. It's weird that we haven't performed together in so long, so we're going to have to do some rehearsals. But um, So August 25th, it's a Tuesday, we're going to be at the Stardust Drive-In, um, and they're doing a drive-in concert there. So um, that, I think, is 7 o'clock till 8.15. So we're going to be rocking the place until uh, the movie starts. Oh, wow. Uh, that's so cool. I, there's a lot of drive-in shows. But uh, right before an actual drive-in movie, that's a cool concept. Yeah, so we're, we're really looking forward to that. That is so cool. And uh, I guess people can go online to your social media to get uh, see a link to get tickets for that? Yes, I will be sharing stuff on that very soon. And I will most definitely be performing free, full band style. Um, so, yeah, just keep an eye out for that because I'll be posting about it soon. Oh, that is awesome, Elise. Uh, Let's hear that song now. It is called Free here on In the Country. Too young to go to a bar, but old enough for sneaking out. Under the stars, salt in the air, tequila sunrise. Lost in the moment, living our best life. Barefoot, glow sticks, 4th of July. Skinny dipping in a former shining, shining. Can't stop, won't stop, we were so restless. Looking back now, might have even
And that is my guest, Elise Saunders. What a great song. Man, that is one you want to dance to, sing to. It's just, it's very repeatable, Elise. It's just one of those songs I love listening to. Yeah, I think it's just a feel-good song. It's uh, Like I say, it's yes. um, a song that celebrates life. So I'm glad to hear that. Thank you. We need those kind of songs these days uh, more than ever. Elise, thank you so much for being here. Great to get caught up and to hear about the album uh, that is finished, and we just got to wait for it to be released. And uh, this Friday, the official release of your music video for free. Uh, and that drive-in uh, show you mentioned coming up in August. So many great things, Elise. Thanks for being here. Thanks so much, Dave, and it was good to chat with you, and I hope to be on one of your new normal uh, moonshine shows soon. (laughs) Would love to have you out there, Moonshine uh, Nights, Wednesdays in August uh, in Oakville, the Moonshine Cafe back patio. Elise, thanks again, and once again, my guest has been Elise Saunders. I'm Dave Woods, and that'll wrap up this edition of In the Country.